When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is gayish. The podcast where all pups go to heaven. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Yay, wagging their little butt plug tails. Good little boys. We're in their, we're in their hoods. <laughs> I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today... Today, it's our Christmas spectacular <clears throat> extravaganza. Our Merry XXXma uh, here with us again in studio. Say hi, Mom. I didn't hear my drum roll intro. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Ma Johnson! Yay! Yay! Mary X Ma. Welcome back. Thank you. Thanks for being here. I love it. Seriously. It's not that we recorded two weeks worth of episodes in one sitting. No. (laughs) That's not what's happening at all. We did not attack two on the Americans in the desert. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We did not. We did not. That's a that's a very obscure reference to a very obscure movie, and I'm very happy about it. Okay. Um, Yeah, we're going to talk about Christmas. Yeah. With my mom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, uh, But but first. But first. We okay. I said I said we were going to have Christmas juice, and God damn it, we're having Christmas juice. Break into that giant ass candy cane full of red hot (gasps) yummy fireball. You let me be in custody of the fireball. Yes. Oh my god. We're going to do a shot of fireball all together just to make sure it's good. So. If what Mike said didn't make any sense to you, which that would be the reasonable reaction, someone gave him a giant hollowed out candy uh, cane, candy cane, phallic looking only with, with, put, with um, pyronies on the top thing. That is filled with little like individual size fireballs. Yeah. <laughs> and mm. I guess that's Christmas juice. It's Christmas juice. It does taste like Christmas. <laughs> Not to be confused with Christmas Jews, which are very different. Which are a unique species. <laughs> Yum, yum, yummy, yum, yum. Sound I'm really, actually, I'm hoping it'll help my voice, exactly. which is still fucked up, everybody. Merry mm. Christmas. Thanks, Mike, and whoever gave him this weird thing. Uh, uh, yeah. Drinking yeah. is hard. My, <laughs> ex, my ex-roommate's boyfriend. <laughs> Christmas juice. Oh, shit. Cheers. Juice. Cheers to Christmas juice, everybody. Yeah. Yummy. Oh, you did a shot. I'm I sipping. I did a shot. No, it's fine. I, I legit am hoping it's going to help the voice out. So I wanted to get I'm going to get it in and get it working. Get yeah, get it in there. Okay, okay. Here we go. First, my first. balls are on fire. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> feedback and correction. Speaking of Christmas Jews, we got a really I think interesting email from M okay. Wolf. Here we go. Feedback subject line. Feedback on behalf of the Jews. Hey guys. Wanted to reach out about your comment regarding conservative Jews and circumcision is problematic because it's not true, but also given the increased anti-Semitism in the U.S. The practice you are describing is sometimes practiced in small, sometimes controversial, ultra-Orthodox communities, not among conservative Jews who are fully integrated into secular society and believe in modern medicine. I know you guys are trying, but please, please, please try to be wary, wary as we are concerned about our safety more than ever these days. I'm including a credible resource from nyc.gov where many ultra-Orthodox communities reside for your review. Ultra-Orthodox communities came out 
came about after the Holocaust and, in my opinion, are operating through generational trauma. The state of New York and other states have various nonprofits that offer education and support and help for those who wish to leave, but the whole Briss thing is not a black and white situation. Love you guys and your pod. And it's uh, footstepsorg.org. Which... Wait. <laughs> footstepsorg.org. Oh, gotcha. Okay. It's... What breast thing? Briss. Oh, Briss. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, cool. Yeah, thank you for that. Thanks, thanks, thanks for the feedback, and and uh, definitely gonna l- look into it. And I, I mean, the, we see our episode about circumcision. Um, I like, I, I, I don't care what your religion is. I think the whole institution mm. is horseshit. But that's yeah. just me. Yeah, I messed up another par- body part for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so my, sorry. My my pinky toe and my foreskin, mom, and I'm never gonna forgive you. Oh, and you're sold <laughs> out too. Oh, <laughs> Um, and I don't think it's something that we've explicitly talked about is, yeah, there has been a big increase in anti-Semitism yeah. and which we're not down for. No. Yeah. We no, no, no. If we, have, we haven't come out, we haven't, but we haven't explicitly talked about it. It's, it's scary. Um, and it sucks and there's no good reason to be anti-Semitic and, um, none of anything that we talk about, even if it's a, something like this that we've talked about, like that does not give any right to treat anyone differently or be anti-Semitic. You're the asshole. So, so don't do that. Um, And it's weird to see the support both for neo-Nazism and uh, being allowed to be open about that and people being okay with anti-Semitism and people allowing that on social media platforms. That's their, the, the, um, tolerance paradox. You, if you, we want to live in a tolerant society, that means we do should not tolerate any kind of, Nazism, hate speech, anti-Semitism. So it's a weird paradox that they don't deserve a platform or a voice. I don't care. You you as a Nazi don't need a voice. That's right. Because I will throat punch you and then you will sound like me, unable to speak. <laughs> Mike, you can't make them sexier. That's bad. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> throat punch them in the dick. Great. Um, m- before we move on. Uh, hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. Merry Christmas. Oh, Merry Christmas. Here's a Christmas gift to us from this person. Oh, Dear Mike and Kyle, hope this email finds you well. I'm a cishet male who found your amazing podcast. Hmm. I look forward to your new podcast every week. The two of you and all of your guests help make me, hopefully, a better ally for the LGBTQ plus community. So thank you for all of your hard work making the amazing podcast. Your episodes always help put me in a better, less depressive mood and mindset. So thanks again. Thanks, Brandon Kunamura. Oh, It would be funny if Kyle tried to pronounce my last name. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Merry Christmas, a, a compliment, and apparently we have at least one cishet male that listens that I'm not related to. Oh, you're the minority here. How does it feel? <laughs> you rarely get this feeling. Wait, what's his last name? Kunamura. Kunamura. Sounds like kumbaya. You could probably do it, Kyle. Aww. Shlumbaya, my lord. my tongue. Um. I was going to say something that I forgot. Christmas juice. Something that I, oh, great. Something that I did not realize in doing this podcast, we do show up in 
education, like universities' lists of LGBT resources. We, <laughs> it was so weird. It's oh very my weird. God. It's Why? Like, Why oh, did that happen? We, there, I have a friend that works in mental health, and she talks about how she recommends us to her LGBT patients to learn about the gay community. I yeah. did not think about that. Sometimes I'm like, oh, cool. I'm glad this educational you know institution has recommended our podcast featuring episodes like Bukaki and Come. Yeah. Good for you. You learned so much. But I do hope that we bring some kind of info to life and so that's that's been anyway thank you so much for the email it's very sweet i mean who else has done hard-hitting queer content about leprechauns honestly (laughs) we might be the only ones unless there's like a drag leprechaun uh like every drag queen has a podcast which you know you got to do you got to do it probably but but the uh, are these what age are these people she's referring you to you're not groomers are you oh well well i mean i am but mm-hmm. that's, that's unrelated that's, to being gay. It's, it's just one podcast. of your pastimes. Oh, dog groomers. Sorry, I get that. We, we have ex- expressed interest in creating a gay school run by drag queens that intends on trying to make your kids gay. Yeah. I support that idea. I do too. I think we should do the things I that we're being accused of. Drag queen high. Yeah. Drag queen high. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. All right. Here's the news. <laughs> I know, I know, because I know it helps with your editing. We put in a gap, like mm-hmm. a pause, mm-hmm. a moment of silence, and then sing the theme song in my head. It goes definitely plays in my head. Which let's sing it now. The, <laughs> uh, Shut your oh, you mouth think you're on. an asshole, but you're not. <laughs> Great news. 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 <laughs> Jesus Christ. Shut your mouth hole. It's time for your ear holes. News, 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 news the first. Okay, so Florida Representative Joe Harding resigned from the Florida legislature on Thursday uh, on because he's been uh, charged with wire fraud, money laundering, making false statements about gay people. Turns out he's also the one that wrote their don't say gay law. <laughs> so wait. You're you're allowed to be ar- arrested or whatever for saying false things about gay people? Hold on. I just people say whatever shit they want about gay people and no one has ever faced any consequences. So I, I don't know. Like- Equality Florida said that he made many false statements about LGBTQ plus people yeah. and What's undoing the reason that he's quitting his position, he's resigning from his position as state representative of House District 24, is that uh, uh, prosecutors say that he committed two acts of wire fraud in an effort to defraud the Small Business Administration when he obtained small business loans related to the coronavirus pandemic under false pretenses. Federal officials say he wrongly obtained or attempted to receive more than one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Uh, he lied in those loan applications. Uh, he used the names of dormant businesses and created fake bank statements for one dormant business to use as a supporting document in an application. Um, he also sponsored the so-called parental rights in education bill or the don't say gay law. It was passed by the legislature, signed into law by Governor Ron DeSantis, bans classroom instruction on social, sexual orientation completely in kindergarten through third grade and bars educators from teaching about the subjects, quote, in a manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students in accordance with state standards. But then, oh, I get it. What? It's. He has made false statements about LGBTQ people, but that's not what he's in legal trouble for. It's just that Equality Florida was tweeting 
we're pretty sure that he's a liar because he lied about us so much. Oh, uh, so, yeah. I, I wonder if that could be used as evidence of deceit. It, I, I just want someone to face some kind of ramifications for saying shitty things. If you say gay people are groomers, like you deserve a legal a lawsuit, a repercussion of some kind because... Yeah. Of, for so many reasons and uh, so I wonder yeah I'm imagining in a court of law like a pattern of behavior or something if that could be included among them yeah god that'd be great yeah fuck you Joe Harding fuck I fuck you I hate you and you're I'm so happy that of all your life's misfortunes Joe Softing yeah <laughs> that's, that's right that's right you don't even deserve boners no Joe <laughs> uh, okay news the second great a federal appeals court on Friday permanently blocked the Biden administration from requiring religious doctors and hospitals to perform trans medical services that violate Mm. their conscious or sincerely held religious beliefs. Mm. Uh, This is the second court to do so, which means it's almost certainly going to end up in the Supreme Court. Uh, The Eighth Circuit Court affirmed a lower court ruling in favor of the plaintiffs in Sisters of Mercy v. Becerra because... God's mercy would want you to deny trans people medical yeah, care that they, they need. Encourage people to suffer and feel worse. Uh, yeah. The, the the case concerns a coalition of Catholic groups who have challenged the Biden administration's attempt to invoke the Affordable Care Act to stop doctors and hospitals from discriminating against trans patients. The Catholic groups, which include hospitals, a university, and nuns who run health clinics, say the Biden administration's rule violates their free exercise of religion. Fuck you, no it doesn't, you dickbag shitbirds. (laughs) You're like, oh, ah. Go, 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 go. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Jesus Christ, you fuckers. Uh, I'm too sick to be this mad. <laughs> what do you th- What do you think, Kyle? Uh, you don't be a fucking doctor. Like you are working in the wrong field if your uh, religious, strongly held religious beliefs make you n- turn around and make people suffer and treat them badly and don't give them the medical attention they need. Like you, that you're just. I don't care what you think. And besides, like. Jesus super wanted to help the poor, the needy, the sick, the horny, the horny. He loved the horny. Plus, he wore that dress in the desert the whole time. Oh, trans hashtag trans rights. (laughs) (laughs) I I just I don't I can't this. I want I don't No. Just yeah, no. They didn't take the oath of stupidness. Yeah, the problem. Okay, here's the problem. Our healthcare system is so fucked up so super duper fucked up that we have massive Christian organizations that own and operate hospitals many times in jurisdictions where there are no secular alternatives. Right. You, like the only hospital within 400 fucking miles is the goddamn Pope worshiping one. Yeah. And yeah. you have to go there. Yeah. It's not like, we'll just go to a non-Catholic hospital. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. That's the only one I can go to. Yeah. It's in my backyard. I need to go there and you won't do X, Y, Z because Jesus. Yeah. Like, fuck you. And in an emergency, you might not have the luxury of like, oh, let me go through and select. Or you may not have the money. Like, there are a million reasons why you might need to get to the closest hospital. And when I get there, man, I hope they use the best practices that medical associations and doctors have recommended rather than just whatever whim or belief they have. Yep. Yep, absolutely. I, I'm really angry. It's almost certainly going to go to the Supreme Court. I hope that I hope that by natural causes or otherwise, many of them die and are replaced by the Democratic Senate 
before the case gets there. You know, that's that would be the only gift I want this Christmas. Yep. 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 And a yep. bigger butthole. <laughs> that, sorry, you're right. The two things I want. Um. Yeah, we'll for sure keep watching this story. I'm sorry, trans people. It sucks. I just, I, I wish, I wish, I wish. All major medical organizations have said the right thing is to provide health, the like gender affirming health care to trans people. That's, that is just a known fact. Yeah. So anyone that is arguing with that is an asshole and a bigot. There's no other, like this. Well, is, let's start with wrong. Wrong. They're definitely wrong. Like this is not an opinion area. This is not a place where people get to have opinions on what is right. We know the fact, the science, and what doctors say. It's that's what's so frustrating is there is truth out there, and you are wrong. Yep. And I don't, I don't care about arguing about it. And fuck your Jesus. And fuck your Jesus on the Christmas episode. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. <laughs> And, 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 Mohab and Allah for that reason. You know, you let's know? be inclusive of all religions. <laughs> Fuck all of them. Fuck Buddha. Yeah. If, if that's what he thinks I don't know. about trans people. I, I don't know. Maybe really they know. could hook up. Ooh. Oh, religion orgy. That, I mean, mm-hmm. if the last, mm-hmm. if a couple of episodes ago doesn't get us kicked off the air, that, that cartoon definitely would. <laughs> uh, news the last. I mean, Jesus has so many holes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> more, more, more than average. More than average. Uh, so handy. <laughs> uh, news the last. Well, hand jobs. Oh okay, never mind. I don't have to explore that. Yeah, does that help or not help? Oh, I, you know, it helps. You just like, it's like you're high-fiving the dick and it just goes right through. Think about your feet making the hole. <laughs> Quadruple it. <laughs> That's the, true. the feet episode. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad that we won't have to deal with any like feedback from the feed episode oh yeah we are recording this before the feed episode comes out so we're not ignoring your feet uh your feet back your feet back (laughs) (laughs) but we might but we may ignore it in the future so we'll see news the last great okay great i uh it just uh here's what elon musk is getting for christmas sure (laughs) why not i i'm sure we've turned the corner now and twitter is over because uh, the most recent celebrity to stop using the platform very publicly is singer-songwriter Sir Elton John. Wow. Uh, he <laughs> posted on Twitter uh, on December 9th, all my life I've u- I've tried to use music to bring people together, yet it saddens me to see how misinformation is now being used to divide our world. I've decided to no longer use Twitter, given their recent change in policies, which will allow misinformation to flourish unchecked. Sir Elton John, at Elton Official. I mean, ad Elton official no longer. I mean, it's all it, it's all it's all fun and games until you piss the gays off. <laughs> uh, I think you know, and we all take our cues from him. We we basically follow Sir Elton John. Yeah, well, and you know, th- there have been a lot of other people who have vowed to stop posting until the policies change. Celebrities have included Jim Carrey, don't care, Whoopi Goldberg, and eh, a little more yeah. care because Star Trek and Jamila Jamil uh, also have left the platform uh, since Musk took over in October. Uh, somebody <laughs> replied on Twitter, quote, uh, Sir Elton John has, understandably, left the burning building. <laughs> uh, uh, somebody else said, so Twitter 2.0 won't have Elton John, but it will have people trying to get children's hospitals bombed. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, uh, and Twitter has become a hotbed of anti-Semitism. And again, that is something I don't care to allow in the name of free speech. Uh, and this is what everyone's like, 
If if you are if Elon Musk and anyone who's chill with letting anti-Semitism happen on Twitter in the name of free speech is contributing, like they are an active participant in violence. It's their fault too, and yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. I uh, think that it actually reminds me of the David Beckham thing, surprisingly, which we did for a couple of Patreon segments ago. But he he had the lug he has the luxury of making the decision whether to be a representative for Qatar. Uh, <laughs> some of us who are trying to promote independent artists, people trying to promote their stuff, uh, oftentimes sex workers who are on Twitter, one of the few platforms that allows them to post stuff. There's so many people that may not have the luxury of being able to be off a platform because they ha- they have to make money. Their audience is there. This is how they live. So there is a rich people, people who don't need Twitter. Th- like it's up to you to make, to do these big things to ask, you know, if you, if you're an individual, small person, small business, that's willing to take that step. Good for you. But you, El- you, Sir Elton John can afford to do that. Some of us yep. can't. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we we uh we had a similar thing when we were maybe going to leave Spotify. Yeah, Spotify that's the same thing like with with us being a small show and that being such a big part of our distribution and if we leave, no one's Spotify isn't going to be like, "Oh fuck, Gayish is gone." Yeah. That's the nail in the coffin. Oh no. Yeah, we're over. Yeah, they don't give us they don't care about us. Right. So, I barely care about us. So, so you know, <laughs> Merry Christmas. I'm tired. Yeah. That's the news. <laughs> Speaking of people who might be tired of giving us their money. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> also because we are recording a couple episodes in a row, we have no new Patreon members. So, if you're thinking about giving us a gift, one do yeah yeah <laughs> spin that wheel and number two and number two uh consider uh giving us money for patreon it helps fund things like our amazing production assistant derek uh it helps fund equipment he's, he's Jewish, hosting costs. okay they can give it to us for i was saying if you're listening to our, our our new our new maybe anti-semitic stance are Nazis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you want to support that. I don't. You know what? Give to a Jewish nonprofit <laughs> organization. Please don't give it to us if uh, you have that money. But second, <laughs> you can give money to us to help for stuff. Uh, we also do bon- weekly bonus segments. We do b- monthly momsplainings, monthly bonus episodes, which are full-length episodes based on stuff you want to hear. So go to patreon.com slash podcast. Do it. Speaking of which, hey mom, for for mom explaining, yeah. uh, what kind of what kind of questions do you want to answer more of? Oh. Like, do you have any any like hmm. like? Well, I think all of your questions are important, and I think that you've it, there's been a a variety ish, and you know how I feel about certain things already. Like, mm. love my love my gays, mean it. Um. I, well, my vagina hasn't been inquired about for quite some time. <laughs> Very true. It's I true. could give you an update on that now okay. if you want. Let's let's. What? No, no, no. They have to earn it. They have to. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, Daddy, you gotta earn it. Um, let me see. Oh, I have other other uh, um, cooking hacks. Mm-hmm. I, I, share say, I have other holes. Hacks. I have other holes. <laughs> We never hold on. We never ask about your butt. How's My your, butt. How's your butt? Well, is this is drum? Is this now? Is a good time? Okay, good. Um, so, so refer. Okay, Mike. Thank you. So, <laughs> speaking of butt, um, so, so this is what happened. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Okay. 
Um, okay, so we were talking a little bit earlier about um, uh, having big babies. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, so how we refer to it in the ma business, uh, when you have a great big huge baby, they do an episiotomy, yeah. which is in my situation, hell to breakfast. Oh, uh, yeah. If you're straight, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so that reconstruct situation, it's probably not pretty down there. I avoid looking <laughs> all the time, but um, um, I've had um, <clears throat> a serious serious. Uh, atrophy issues with my vagina mm-hmm. uh, yeah not kidding yeah 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 um so because of my um unused unrecycled vagina <laughs> tissue um i have there's some like breakdown in that general area so you know just don't even just don't even use a glove just put that shit back up in there <laughs> Okay, I don't know what that means. But I do. Okay, great. You're welcome. You take that same phrasing, and if like a hot gay dude said it, I'd be turned on. You this would? Weird, okay, weird... use the glove then. Oh, no, that? oh, no, no, I'm out. Okay. Well, <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, poor uh, Mikey. No, it's great. Um, it's fantastic. Um, okay. I do think not enough people talk about like what happens. I mean, big babies, when, like what happens when you give birth is like, this is a fact of life, everyone. Like you gotta, you you just gotta get over it and know some stuff. You know, yeah. I don't care if you're like icked out like this. I don't know, but that's not what this episode is. No. This episode, we're talking about Christmas. Do you want to talk about Christmas? Yeah. So I talked about both hell and breakfast. So if you want more details, br five four nine nine ll email me five eight five five gay. Here we go. Five eight five five four two nine four seven four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send us your Ma Johnson questions. Know it all. Okay. Yeah, great. Uh, Christmas. Let's talk about Christmas. What are you going to tell me, Mike? I'm ready for you. Well, first, I thought that we would go into just like tell me about tell me about Christmas, Kyle. Tell like, me about Christmas. Uh, is your your family celebrates Christmas despite oh. being non-religious, right? Yes, yeah. uh, I which I think. Actually, this is a good representation of what I've said before is it's interesting because religion is the backbone of so much hatred towards gay people. Some people are surprised that I grew up non-religious and also my parents had a hard time with me being gay. And what I mean by non-religious, both my parents were raised Christian and I was not raised anything. I never went to church with my family. The only time I went to church was a few times with friends like my friends would bring me probably try to save me so yeah not religious at all i was raised nothing like we we just it just religion wasn't a thing but christmas it we celebrated christmas because christmas is now not a christian thing it's a it's a just a i don't know just an everyone thing yeah um and yeah that's it's the most important holiday in my family we've always set for during the pandemic we've always been together every christmas and that's the my dad like says you know i don't really care that much about my birthday or father's day or whatever but christmas like that's when i want you home that's when i want our family to be together so that will probably continue to be you know an important holiday for us to to be together it's super interesting why because of the religious thing, exactly what mm, you were saying, mm, right? Mm, like, mm. like so many, so many people, it's like Christmas is at the very least going to Christmas Eve mass together. That's when whatever, people, yeah, right? they go twice a year. Yeah. And that's where I, you know, say our, so much of our society is influenced by Christianity in ways that you don't even think about. Yeah. We, we, we both beliefs, you know, 
that my parents and I one time had and celebrating Christmas, for example, we still did. We still did or had in spite of having no religious upbringing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's actually a weirdly good segue. Oh, like, I'm, we, I am weirdly good. Yeah, mom and mom and I can talk about like Christmas and our family yeah. and families and all of that. But first, because oh, okay. because this is such a good segue, oh my God. the history of Christmas. Oh, except sure. not really. Okay. This the the real title of this segment is Christmas isn't Christian. Like, mm. um, it's interesting that Christians Christians like. The summary here is that Christians <laughs> stole other people's holiday yeah. and turned it into Christmas. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Take the Christ out of Christmas and leave it out, damn it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I do remember being around a friend's family and I wrote Xmas and they informed me that writing X takes the Christ out of Christmas. Like I was informed, like basically they were like, oh they, my God, Kyle. What? I have a whole segment on that. Do you want to oh, do that fuck. one now? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. Xmas. I love this shit. Okay. I love it so much. Oh my God. Okay. What? Xmas in uh in 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 nineteen fifty seven, okay. a guy named George Washington Robnett wrote in the News and Views publication, published by the Church League of America, that the use of the word Xmas is taking Christ out of Christmas. He yeah. said, he, he said, uh, uh, the article was titled, quote, uh, uh, X equals the unknown quantity. I thought it was Christ. Uh, I thought it was very known in this case. And, and so it was, it was picked up later by a guy named Gerald L.K. Smith. And it, he, in December of 1966, claimed that Xmas was a blasphemous omission of the name of Christ, that X is referred to as being symbolical of the unknown quantity. He further argued that Jews had introduced Santa Claus to suppress New Testament accounts of Jesus and that the United Nations, at the behest of, quote, world Jewry, Ugh. had outlawed the name of Christ, and that's why the X was being used. That has gotten root in huge swaths of American culture that Xmas is bad uh um i didn't realize and i didn't realize there were anti-semitic roots to this phrase or idea that it's taking the christ out of christmas yeah yeah God. so F franklin graham uh who's a famous uh evangelist uh you know t famous TV, cracker tv evangelist uh said in an interview quote on cnn um uh, quote, for us as Christians, this is one of the most holy of the holidays, the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. And for people to take Christ out of Christmas, they're happy to say Merry Xmas. Let's just take Jesus out. And really, I think a war against the name of Jesus Christ. Um, Which, well, especially given what I was describing, Christmas has literally nothing to do with Christ in my family. Christ, Christ has been removed from Christmas by society already. I didn't do that. Jewish people certainly didn't do that. It has happened in society. So uh, it's weird that, yeah. So Christmas has been abbreviated as Xmas since at least the 16th century. Damn. Uh, because the X is the first initial of the name Christ in Greek. It is a, oh. a the, the letter Chi or Christos is it looks just like our letter X in Greek, which a lot of the Bible is in fucking Greek. Yeah. Well, I uh, mean, a lot of people don't know this. My name is Christel. Oh, really? Because of the K? Kai. You said it's Oh, Kai. Yeah. 
Okay. That's the thinker. <laughs> Let me think some more. <laughs> Can I go back in time and think it's funny the first time through? Uh, yes, please. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll, don't worry, I'll edit you. So you said me. I just have lots of Mike's laughter saved elsewhere that I just plug in on a joke that didn't work. Excellent. I love it. I love don't it. Don't take the Christ out of excellent. Well. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, when does when does uh, Gen Z get their turn? Right. When is it Zemus? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Assholes. Uh, the Anglo-Saxon okay. Chronicle around 1100. Damn. Wrote a Xmas mass, meaning meaning Christmas, uh, the, the Christmas holiday. All kinds of famous authors have written an Xmas back in the 16th, 17th, and 18th centuries. Uh, it, it's been around forever and is for sure none of those crazy things that people say. What I really wanted to talk about in this segment, though, is there are overlaps with what's happening in in at the LGBT sphere of Christians have zero incentive or desire or, I think, ability to investigate the things that they are being told in mm. church. There's no historical grounding. There's no need to be factual or correct. Just that guy in that fancy ass robe said it on Sunday. So yeah. it must be true. There's no, let me question what I'm told and, you know, either validate or disprove for my own self. And that entire religion is built on martyrdom and they are looking for any fucking way to be discriminated against, uh, a, persecuted martyred like it is like t they they talk all the time about being christ-like well to be christ-like is to be hung up on a cross yeah, you know yeah. as as the victim yeah and uh, it's it's super interesting to me that this this idea that xmas is blasphemous is taking christ out of christmas when it's literally stands for christ oh <laughs> like it is yeah it, 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 it there's they want so badly to believe that that's what's happening. Yeah, yeah. That they take it and run with it. I, I think and, it's that same vein of when uh, people are like, cis is a slur, and you're like, it is literally not. Yeah, they're just looking to be martyrs. They're looking to be persecuted so they can bitch about something. Yeah, it's... It's weird the desire. Do you really want to be persecuted so much that you will invent these things? Or do you think this is what persecution feels like? Because it's not. It's right. not someone saying a word to you. Right. Right. Yeah. There's I there's a lot more going on. I, they just want to be. I don't know. They 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 want some of the social benefits of the challenges that come that come along with being a minority without having to have the experience of it. Yeah, I well and I think there's also this like feeling that what we want to be is special and they feel but I want to be special. Yes. And, yes. And like like the, like specialness is a zero sum game that they that like they're having some of their pie taken away or something. Like, that is such a great way. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's <laughs> Wait, I thought I was the special one. Yeah, Karen, you yeah, are. Yeah. In your own way. Yeah. Um yeah, it's just, I also, I was, to, to back up a little bit, was very surprised um, and should not have been because anti-Semitism is such a problem that this, that, that it's, it's the, the Jews are the ones taking Christ out of Christmas is, is so predictable and sad and enraging and yeah. kind of funny because yeah. it's like not true. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's really, it's, it's really interesting. So mom. 
I thought it was just a really good excuse to drink. <laughs> <laughs> like extra miss, like extra, mm. extra stuff. We, we, do you want me to do two in a row? What? Hot. Great. <laughs> I, what? Just an excuse to drink. Uh, let's let's talk well, about it. Yeah. What, what, what? Should we should we talk about has your her your her, have your Christmases included drinking? What are some of your what does Christmas what does Christmas mean to you, Ma Johnson? Oh, it means little angels fluttering with with holly and low yeah. um snowflakey breath. Yeah, little drunk angels. <clears throat> yeah. No. Yes, for sure. Drinking. Drinking yeah, is for sure. This yeah. is a big part of <laughs> your family gatherings. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we, yeah, we don't even need a holiday, really. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. Act, yeah. The holiday yeah. can be at Saturday. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, it's change your underwear by monthly Wednesday. So oh. some shit that I don't know about your like childhood mom. Like, did did y'all go to church? Was that part of Christmas for for your nuclear family, grandpa and grandma, and your brother and sister? No. No. It was so my mother's birthday was Christmas Eve. Yeah. So it was go to her mother's house, mm-hmm. to my to my grandma's house, and do just hang out and I don't know what the legal age was. I think twelve to have a drink, <laughs> <laughs> and um, then there was the mysterious my dad and probably an uncle or two or whatever. Oh, we have to go buy ice, so they'd leave. Well, they'd go do Chris do Santa at our house during Aww. that time. Yeah. Um, oh, that's adorable. Yeah. yeah, Grandma had the silver aluminum tree with the yellow flower lights with <coughs> the spin wheel of color. That's like, so fifties and sixties. Oh my god! Right? Yeah, that's the one I remember anyway. Um, you know, so yeah, I mean, there were, uh, um, and then uh, earlier in the evening we would have gone to my dad's mother's house and hung out with all of them um, and eaten some good stuff um but later on that we didn't do that i don't know why if grandma just wasn't up with great grandma to you would have been not up for it or whatever so what put that down i can't (laughs) i can't um so uh you know it's kind of a blur ish and again we were really Mm -hmm. poor so i got if you got one doll you better just like go yeah and it's got its head and arms, everything this year. Cool. <laughs> um, but you, so y'all, y'all didn't go to church for Christmas. Did, nope. You didn't go to church at all. Um, like, we went on Easter. Oh, because oh, I got a new Easter. dress. So hello, oh, huh. you know. Um, uh, there was no organized, you know, thing of religion in our family. Mm. Both both sides until much later, and then my uh, grandma and her, my uncle my dad's oldest brother the mormons became mormons yeah. wow <laughs> converting yeah. to i hear mm-hmm. from mormonism but not to mormonism yeah. that often huh. so mom what i want to know is so many people who have heard you be on the show and are interested in you they just can't believe that uh, a parent could be so like chill and cool and and hang out and support their gay son doing this wacky ass podcast etc etc do you think that the fact that you come from an also non-religious family, unlike Kyle's situation, is why you're like this? Like, do you think if you were a church-going family, you would still be chill like this? Uh, yeah, I think that's a good, a really good question. I think that the, the influence or the lack of influence from that, you know, was good. Uh, not all of the 
people or the all of the off um, lines of all the family were not not you know religious but I can certainly see that um, you know in the 50s and 60s like you know society's expectations and pressure and you should you know what you should do what was right what you know it just wasn't an influence it wasn't a at all anywhere in either side until much later but um, I think everybody just wanted family, just regardless. You know, he just—it's mm-hmm. let's we're, we all get to get together. Yeah, you know. I don't think being non-Christian makes you a better person, but I do think it gives you the opportunity to be a better person. <laughs> like my family chose—you know—they kind of bought into some of the core beliefs that made it a struggle to be a. But other people being non-Christian helped helped free them from some of the prejudices and shittiness so yeah yeah and i think that people forever have wanted to belong you want to belong yeah. to something so if you are in a religion i'd like to, I'd like to be longer well you know <laughs> i can't help you now it's too late um but i think that people sort of yearn to be part of a this is what they do at that place on this day. This yeah. is how they, you know, everybody's happy and this is what happens and it's a huge thing and, you know, we're part of that community there and, you know. Yeah. So I don't think that, uh, you know, I pulling all negativity from that, but I do totally get how being in a, you know, the hard, fast rules are, this, this, and this. And oh, I love being told what to do. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Hard and fast, that's his That's his game. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. You're fast? I didn't know that about you. <laughs> I don't know what to say back to that. <laughs> I told you I'd be the little spoon if you would be the big spoon. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I don't... The lack of that influence or having... If it would have been in there, I don't know that that would have made a difference. I think... Partly because our family of huge amount of, of members were musicians. Yeah. I just think that, that you know, the show must go on. Hmm. So whatever. But, um, you know, being in a little town, maybe everybody talked that we didn't go to, but, oh. you know, didn't, didn't matter. We just kept on keeping on. But family, I think, is just the primary reason that people have traditions or have you know, like your family, it's a date on the calendar that the government says you can have these days <laughs> off, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, so the pressure maybe uh, socially from where you're from, but you, and you made it look like you were, yeah, we're doing Jesus in here, <laughs> but weren't. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, Mike, you were saying other things before I took us on this uh, journey down what our Christmas is like. What segment were you going to do? Oh, Yeah. I, I was going to do um, Christmas isn't Christian. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, that's the punchline is right there in the title of the segment. Oh, like, great. Cr- okay. Cr- so I'm cr- going to talk about <laughs> Christmas isn't Christian. But the re- the reason I said I was going to do it now is because you had uh, said, Mom, you said it's just I thought it was just an excuse to drink. And that's really that's really interesting because Christmas isn't Christian. So first, I, I found on lifehopeandtruth.com, which is a religious Yeah, site, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, I know. You didn't have to clarify. <laughs> about God, the Bible, life, and prophecy. Uh, my guess, though, is if I looked into this a little bit further, they would be Jehovah's Witnesses or mm-hmm. Seventh-day Adventists because they famously don't celebrate secular holidays like Christmas, don't have birthdays, shit like that. 
But uh, they actually wrote an entire article called Four Reasons Christmas is Not a Christian Holiday. Ooh. And uh, uh, so number one, Christmas is not Christian because it's- Wait, a- sorry. So this is coming from a religious website. Yes. Explaining that's fun. Yeah. That's fun. Number, that's just good holiday fun. Number one, Christmas is not Christian because it is associated with many pagan birth myths. And December 25th was not the date of Christ's birth. This is actually not controversial. Controversial. Jesus was not born on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. We have many like examples that tell us that he was probably born in the springtime. That's assuming that you believe in a historical Jesus, which not everybody does, but most scholars do. Yeah. Uh, he, he, was, he was born at a warmer time of year, but it was decided about 300 years after that he was born that December 25th was his birthday. And the answer to why is mostly just a recruitment. Like all of these non-Christians had all of these celebrations and traditions that were based on their, their history. And Christians basically came in and said, no, it's okay. You can keep doing this wacky ass shit. Just it's for Jesus now. Yeah. This is like, we offer dental. We've got two (laughs) weeks of vacation time. Like you got to give people benefits to recruit them. That actually makes a lot of sense. Uh, The Persian God Mithra was born December 25th. So when they're, when they're trying to convert Mithraic folks to Christianity, they're like the biggest holiday of the year is our celebration of our God's birthday. Christians were like, oh, yeah, yeah, us yeah, too. Yeah, for sure. Same we, we absolutely do Twins. that. Keep going. So, Just also celebrate Jesus. Yeah. Like, yeah. So that 300-year-ish gap. So what about BC and AD then? So don't today's calendar based on the year of Christ, right? Or however they say it. Yeah. AD yeah. 300, give or take. It okay. was, it was the fourth century, give or take when. So they, I'm like 366 years old then. Probably. Nice. I, I don't do math. I don't know how that math works. <laughs> um, you might be gay. Yeah. Uh, but, but then also, so uh, speaking of gay, make uh-huh. the Yuletide gay. Yeah. We still call Yule or Yuletide uh, is, is deeply associated with Christmas. All of that's pagan. Huh. All of that comes from Scandinavian um, Norse gods uh, and the traditions that come from that. I'm going to talk a little bit more about Yule stuff. Okay. And they mean gay as in happy, not gay as in uh, you and me. But, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but also uh, in December was uh, Roman the Roman festival of Saturnalia. And th- all of that was well before Jesus came along and kept going right on through Jesus' time and more and more and more got morphed into the, the Christian tradition of Christmas. But of all of the ways that they celebrated uh, uh, Saturnalia, uh, a, a lot of which sound pretty familiar, um, mm. uh, like giving gifts to each other. That was part of Saturnalia. Uh, using uh, fire uh, to make lights to uh, light up uh, buildings and, and local um gathering places that's um part of of saturnalia um but a really really big one getting wasted (laughs) part of part of the point of saturnalia was to just get fucking wasted like it's just the most drunk bacchanalian which is also a thing we have talked about before on the show bacchus and that that is super gay but um uh, yeah, getting getting hammered and like drinking in the streets, just being fucking wasted, is is part of this tradition that Christians mm-hmm. took over and turned into Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, Christmas has been a drunk old time 
before Christmas was Christmas. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, some of the other things though that are super interesting, I think, uh, that they did as part of Saturnalia was this whole thing about role reversal. Mm. So I um, love uh, some role play. For instance, I uh, like. Uh, okay, there's the whole thing that like you can't say hookers are prostitutes; you say sex workers. Right. And I, I, I believe in that. I try to do that, but then like still fuck it up because I'm reading s- stuff. Mm-hmm. I know that that uh, uh, the, the the word slave we should. Im- we should mm. replace that with enslaved mm-hmm. persons mm-hmm. or um, uh, so I apologize if I fuck this up. I'm going to try to fix it, but I might fuck it up mm. uh, in, in during Saturnalia. Uh, enslaved people were treated to a banquet by their owners slash master. Wow. And um, how generous. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's it's really but there's this whole that's just one example of the ways that roles were uh, reversed. So like women were allowed to um, party in in public Jesus. they uh, a, a similar related uh, reversal was it was at certain times not only uh, acceptable but expected that men would wear women's clothes and women would wear men's clothes shut the as fuck up part of the celebration of of, of Saturnalia so when someone <clears throat> asks me why I'm wearing women's clothes I can just be like no I'm celebrating literally like the roots of Christianity yeah well Christmas at the very least yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> which uh, now they think Christ yeah yeah yeah, the, the toga was something that you wore during the day, and then you would wear colorful dinner clothes at night. During Saturnalia, you would do the opposite. So it would be like you would wear a tuxedo, you know, out to you would go to work Loopies. in your tuxedo, and then you, at night you'd go to the bar in your sweatpants, kind, yeah. of, kind of a thing. Yeah, night toga. Yeah. Love it. Uh, similarly, so gift giving I already mentioned is, was a big part of Saturnalia, and, and like you would give, you would give, give gifts uh, to, to everybody. Gambling. Gambling was usually frowned upon in Roman society and not cool and not a thing that you could do. But apparently during Saturnalia, fucking go for it. So um, there uh, there usually were like dice games primarily or uh, precursors to dominoes or uh, knuckle bones. That that kind of stuff was was all part of of the um, gambling culture there. Seneca, who was a philosopher ancient roman philosopher um said in a letter to a friend quote it is now the month of december when the greatest part of the city is in bustle loose reins are given to public dissipation everywhere you may hear the sounds of great preparations as if there were some real difference between the days devoted to saturn and those for transacting business were you here i would willingly confer with you as to the plan of our conduct whether we should eve in our usual way or to avoid singularity both take a better supper and throw off the toga they (laughs) yeah uh and then i i'll i'll end this little segment here by by saying yo saturnalia was something that you would just like randomly yell on the street Hmm. during saturnalia just because it was fun to yell yo salmonella yo saturnalia oh Uh, um yo yo salmonella um and then the the other thing is uh that there would be the saturnalicus satur Saturnalicius princeps or the ruler of the Saturnalia or king of Saturnalia oh. uh, who would uh, be um, everybody would vote and then uh, he would become the leader of the local Saturnalia celebration and there was this like culture of you just whatever he said you had to do so like some common things would be sing naked you would have to just like strip on the sidewalk and, and sing which yeah. like 
I, and your we point should, is, I want to bring that back. I want to bring that back to Capitol Hill, the gayborhood oh, here. Yeah. Gayborhoods across the country declare one twink to be king, yeah. and everyone just has to do whatever that bitch says. I was going to say, yeah, you I, know they they hired the gay party planner to do this <laughs> job. I would definitely vote on the homosexual to do this. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, but the whole point was to create a chaotic and absurd world, and uh, apparently the, the Emperor Nero, who fiddled while Rome burned was a king of Saturnalia in oh. his in his younger days. Um yeah, so uh then so that's Saturnalia. The and then the other thing is Yule. Like Yuletide, like uh, nature stuff. It was it was a paganistic primarily Scandinavian institution, but um uh, the the whole thing of like uh burning the Yule log together, the tradition of Christmas ham is probably a Yule thing because they had what they called uh the Yule board. Um is that uh, like a shark Cutery board or or the Yule ham, um, it was just so uh, the way that they prepared this ham was a part of Yule celebrations. All of it was uh, worshiping the god Odin and uh, Mother's Night, which was a pagan uh, celebration, and some other some other things that uh, happened as a part of of, of Yule was also uh, drinking. So getting <laughs> getting getting fucked up, going door to door, and uh, with a bowl of punch, and going door to door and handing punch out to people huh. in exchange for small gifts, uh, is is part of Yule celebrations, which is also still a part of Christmas carols. Yeah, um, but they get get me less drunk when they come to my door. Right? You know, like that's the downside is they stop giving me booze and gave me I have to stand while watching you sing. Yeah, well the Andersons are here again with their watered down shit. I guess we'll sing anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah, the punchline. The history punch. of the, it's the punch. The, the the history of Christmas is just not Christian. Basically, we Jesus needed a birthday, and we had a bunch of ready-made, already celebrated shit that we did all around the solstice. Jesus needs a birthday is the a great title for a podcast, a historical podcast where Jesus is looking for a new birthday, <laughs> and he considers options. It's like you know reality kind of. The war on Christmas is won, and Jesus is birthdayless, so he comes back to Earth, wandering the planet, looking for a new birthday, <laughs> and then and then ultimately settles for the Fourth of July, and there's a war between him and the rest of America for whose birthday is it really? Definitely Fourth of July is his new birthday. Um, other notable figures in Christmas is Santa. Yeah, we did a whole episode on Santa. I remember that. Did okay. you really? <laughs> Satan. Uh-oh, did I already talk about this then? I don't know. Are you going to talk about the Krampus? Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I was going to tell you about whether telling your kids that Santa is real is good or bad. Okay, okay. So that was reason I didn't get through this whole article on this this Bible site, this, uh -huh. this religious uh -huh. site. They said... Um, uh, uh, reason number three, Christmas is not Christian because lying is not Christian. There is oh. no Santa Claus. Parents shouldn't lie to their children. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's start with what do you think about the idea of do you agree with this religious website? Uh, Ma Johnson, we'll start with you. What do you think about telling your kids that Santa's real? Um, mm, well, you can just play the game, Easter Bunny. Um and then just like phase out of it. But it's kind of just to like a final, it's not, there's no harm intended. So if you don't, you know, so you just kind of roll along with because Auntie Gail's telling you shit. So yeah. like Mr. Rogers is gay yeah. and yeah. there is a Santa. 
<laughs> mom, mom, so. Mom's sister, my aunt Gail, when I was like young, to get me to shut up, said, "Mr. Rogers is gay." Oh, because <laughs> I, I had so many questions, like, question, question, question. She thought that one would shock the questioning right yeah. out of me. I think I he's actually bi. I think he's dead. Probably. Well, well, there's a there's a, a documentary about him and his um, sweaters in the Smithsonian. So. It's oh, I thought you were saying sweaters are bi. <laughs> yeah, only his sweaters. Um, I. I don't think there's any harm in it. I don't think anybody has ill will for the children, like to traumatize them. Yeah. Although some of it is taken, you know. But now we've got Snoop on the stoop, Elf on the shelf. Oh my God, I love the memes. Don't like, you? I support Santa if only because it made Elf on the shelf happen. <laughs> Not because I like right. that, but because yeah. I love the memes of like Marjorie Taylor Green on a cake that's count on a bunt. Yes, like I, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. that's I'm here for it. Yes. So, I so don't yes, it's, it's all justified because I think it's funny. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't think that there's, I mean, it's just part of like, yeah, whatever kind of game you want to play, but you know, maybe it's never even brought up to, in some families. I don't know. In ours, it was just kind of a whatever thing, you know, they believed or they didn't. And yeah. I think um, what I like about this is asking the question of, is it harmful to kids? It challenges this. It is socially acceptable to tell your kids that Santa's real, to kind of fight and against all odds, to say that Santa's real. You And that's normal in society. So to be like, is that bad? A lot of people I think would say a similar thing is like, oh, but that, but it, it's a good thing. There's no harm. That's not the intention. So, uh, but, so I think it's a really interesting question that I've always wanted to know the answer to. Yeah. But, but there is a way to, we, we study things and measure things to know, but we don't know like until we study it. I think there's a three strikes and you're out rule. I, I think that like kids are okay with like their parents lying to them until the third time they catch them. Hmm. So like Santa's not real. Okay. That's one, but you get at least two more. Uh, you know, and then and then it's Easter game, Bunny uh, Tooth Fairy, and then it's then You're it's out, game over. Well, so then Easter Bunny for sure. But the one the one that I was thinking about was like, uh, don't smoke pot; it'll make you do crack. And then and then oh. you know, first time first time I first time I got high on weed, and I was like, I don't want to oh, do it. And I have a like, hankering <laughs> for some crack. Um, man, those are two very different lies. Well, yeah, because <laughs> one informs your future belief about drug use and the impacts, and one is like, there's a jolly fat dude. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I generally think that kids are smart enough to survive that, and like, like it's Santa's clearly not a thing that your parents came up with. So there's like a forgivability built into it that like, yeah. They're not. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, lo I mom. I love you and Ron, but I don't think you're smart enough to invent Santa. <laughs> oh wow! All right, yeah. Let's be a little mean this Christmas. Um. So, what? There unfortunately was not like one research study. Like, here's the impacts. Here's yeah. right or wrong. So I'll just tell you some of the things I found when looking this up. In a 2018 BBC article, four out of five experts said you should not lie to your kids about Santa. Oh. The, there was a psychologist that said, quote, when a child asks the question as to whether Santa is real or not, they're already at a developmental stage to distinguish between reality and fictional characters. Major gay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is something to like if you're old. This actually is in line with gay stuff. If you're old enough to ask the question, you're old enough to get a age appropriate answer, which I think that's what a lot of people yeah. don't understand about like sex education or talking about gay shit is like, I'm not going to tell kids like, Oh yeah, they definitely do anal. But like yeah. if a kid asks a question about gay people, they're old enough to get whatever answer yeah. is appropriate to that. Yeah. 
person. Yeah. I don't know about Santa. I, that's a big comparison, but uh, at least that's what this psychologist is saying. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's, there's a, there's a higher level of bullshit. If somebody looks you in the face and asks you a direct question, is Santa real? Yeah. And like, then I think then like you have to tell the truth. That's, that's different than like, Oh, Santa, this and Santa, that and Santa's in the cartoons that you watch and on the, decorations or, or you whatever. do leave it up to your friends just like sex education <laughs> your, oh, yeah. your friends will tell you. yeah yeah the neighbor will yeah. will get drunk and tell you yeah. well i think another thing is when someone especially a child asks you a direct question you don't always have to be like here is the definitive answer that could be an opportunity to explore like what do you think about santa do you like what do you know what do you like you can explore that with them in a way that actually hears he lets you hear more from them on their perspective See, I don't know, Timmy. It's Christmas and I'm drunk. <laughs> Is that from something? Oh, my, okay. My mouth. I never to your know. Ears. <laughs> I never know. Sometimes things between the two of you are references to obscure oh. mu- movies. And okay, um, so lying is learned. Uh, researcher Robert Feldman, who is a psychology professor at a university, no, at the University of Massachusetts, studied has studied lying and he said that first graders are really bad at it. Seventh graders were okay at it. College students are experts. So you definitely have to learn lying. And obviously your parents are big influencers in your learning. So you I think as presented that that sounds like bullshit. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. This dude has done research. What have you done? I just, I have an opinion. What? Like- <laughs> he graduated college. Hello? Why, why, why do you think that's bullshit? Uh, because there are lots of things that people uh, are less good at when they are younger and get better at with age that have nothing to do with practice or exposure. Like what? Making jizz. I, like, I, I, I don't, I, 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 so you think lying naturally, like people naturally become better at lying f- through nothing but age? I'm saying it's possible. Oh. I mean, I would need to. I would need to understand more about like what's being measured and studied mm. here. To but on on the on the. On the surface, it looks like a correlation versus causation problem. To oh, me. gotcha. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, continue. Maybe. Um, lying. Another study. Uh, uh, parental. It's called parental parenting by lying in childhood is associated with negative developmental outcomes in adulthood. So it was a 2020 study that said uh, the results were that uh, adults who remembered being exposed to their parents lying or, or higher levels of their parents lying showed higher levels of deception towards their parents. Your parents lie to you. You're going to lie to your parents. Oh, and showed is that hi- why you do it? Do I lie to my parents? I don't know. Oh. Just by omission. Mostly. Oh, you just like, don't I tell mean, them anything. Okay. <laughs> Except There's, how your dad listens, which like is maybe now well, <laughs> he knows more about you than any other time in your life. I was going to point out that, not saying words out loud is sometimes not lying by omission. Like that, that was going to be what I would say to you. Sometimes you just don't say stuff and it's not lying. You just don't have to say everything. Yeah. All right. That's a noodle on it. Just think it over. Yeah, <laughs> just reflect. Yeah. Um, and people that uh, these same adults who were exposed to higher levels of prince lying were also had higher levels of psychosocial maladjustment. That's a big word for fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's interesting because none of these really, I, I am, a, a lot of the things I read and discussion about this focused on 
parents lying to their kids. Yeah. And I dislike that. I actually don't, in spite of those kinds of things that I've said, I'm not convinced by any of this. So I definitely have a bias. I disagree with that telling your kids about Santa is equivalent to these studies about lying to your kids. Right. That right, to right, me right. is a big difference. So I was trying to be fair and, and show that evidence um, against telling your kids about Santa. One article that I really liked is, you know, it started with like lying is bad, blah, blah, blah. And then the other side of it, the counterpoint was like this researcher said there is no evidence saying that telling your kids about Santa is wrong. Yeah, it was like, yeah. okay, we can generalize that lying is bad, but um, so the only study that gave us something tangible is a 1994 study called Encounter with Reality, Children's Reactions on Discovering the Santa Claus Myth. And they interviewed 52 children who no longer believed in Santa. Things that they found, they found they, they um, the, the, the sample, then they gave both their parents and them questions and the parents tended to highly encourage their children to believe. So it's a good group of kids to ask about. Children generally discovered the truth around age seven. And children reported predominantly positive reactions on learning the truth. Oh. However, parents reported negative reactions to the fact that their children learned the truth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So I could, you know, I read individual accounts where someone's like, "Yeah, I was really hurt by my when I learned that Santa wasn't real," or I don't know, maybe on individual level, I, there's no study that I've seen that's broadly says it is bad specifically Santa, not just lying, but specifically Santa or, or is the negative feeling if you're worried about telling your kids the truth, are you worried about your own feelings about your children growing up or they're no longer, you know, you know, they're innocent, they're innocent, your, your own or, mortality. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. You're a parent. What do you think? Well, I think, uh, you know, <laughs> no. So, so qualifiers, you you, you go along with this created uh, character two times a year, you know, Easter Bunny, whatever. That does not necessi necessitate across the board lying to your kid. Yeah. Um, or is it just embellishment or is it just, you know, coloring it up or is it, you know, so all those qualifiers. But yeah. uh, things that are part of your childhood that just are, that there's no, you know, so... The neighbor kid could take you snipe hunting or the, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. so um, I don't think it's all on the parents. It, it, That's you know. true. Yeah. yeah. Well, and uh, even so many of these cases, I think, are like like lying to your kids. It's not the same thing as lying to them regularly. Taking someone's snake. Is it snake? Snipe. 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 Honey. Like that. The joke is on you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. Snipes aren't real. I, I have heard this. I've never, no one has actually done it to me, but it's like been, I don't know. It's one of those weird, like, wait, do unicorns really exist or not? It's like one of those weird, but. Also not real. Just also not real. How about well, Swamp Lady? Swamp Lady? Definitely real. Maybe real. real. The, like, but if the end punchline is, ha ha, you're a sucker for believing, that's, Santa's not that. It's, wow, don't you love that you got to experience this joy and yeah. you got shit out of it? I understand it's problematic to extrapolate my experience and say that it's everyone's experience, and I'm not trying to do that at all. And of all of the traumatic shit from childhood that, that I like it. remember and think about or ruminate on, Santa does not make the top 10. Yeah, like, absolutely. I, I, my feelings about finding out that Santa wasn't real range from like, neutral to non-existent much less traumatic and horrible and i hate my mom now yeah like, yeah absolutely yeah i agree so most of i have basically where i'm at is i'm i'm really interested in this because it 
includes such interesting things like your relationship with your children, what age they deserve to know things, how you, you know, I, I think a lot of these questions are in the gay world. Shit, pe- parents don't ask themselves like, what is actually good for my child versus what do I just want to do? Cause it's what I've always done yeah. or what society says. So I, I think it's an interesting question. What I just said this, sorry, go ahead. Finish. Your no, 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 no. Oh, I, so for, for every kid that I've seen or am familiar with learning that Santa isn't real and seeing their reactions that are mostly like tepid or neutral, mm-hmm. I've seen kids freak the fuck out and lose their shit when put on a Santa's lap. Oh, like God, yeah. that shit's fucking traumatic. Like that is. that'll fuck a kid up. Yeah. Like not yeah. the. Anyway, sorry. Go yeah, ahead. yeah. Or yeah. like Easter Bunny reactions. Holy shit, that fucker's terrified. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like big ass Easter bunnies that roll through parks. Like, yeah. like I don't know. Maybe it might. It probably turns <laughs> some people into furries. But like to me, I was just <laughs> terrified. <laughs> oh, Easter Bunny was our first furry. Yeah. So. For, yeah, and Santa's like you know our first daddy, daddy bear. Or yeah. their ears stay hard and erect <laughs> all the time. <laughs> High expectations for. Um, no, I I have not seen evidence that tells me a, a lot of the evidence people have tried to provide to say it's bad have been I think not specifically re- they've been related to lying, not this specific case. So I have not been convinced that it's wrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I agree. Yeah. The end. What else do you want to talk about for Christmas, Mike? I don't know. Okay. I think I'm done. Yeah. I mean, I have one more, but I don't want to do it. Oh, okay. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) Or we can do it quickly. I started, okay, I started thinking because of this episode coming up, I started Mm -hmm. thinking about the lyrics to the 12 Days of Christmas. It's fucked up and I don't get it. (gasps) Why? Because, okay. You can't like give lords a leaping. They would be so hard to contain. Right. Is that indentured servitude? Like, who are you that you own lords that are leaping i mean you must be a king who's above a lord uh, uh, but yeah exactly exactly and that's your true love your true love is the king like how does how does that work Mm. well they left out nouns five golden nipple rings (laughs) (laughs) i do think that the 12 days of of gayish gayish christmas the 12 gayishes of christmas yeah would be would be fun we could do that sometime yeah okay on the first day of christmas my doctor gave to me a catheter so i could go pee yep 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 just the 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 song the song is fucked up and i don't understand it and Mm. uh it it turns out that it's probably because it is french (laughs) oh it's your fault so many of so many of the lyrics are just like like misheard you know that game telephone that you played with a kid Mm -hmm. of uh, of you know you go down the line and then you see like what it turned into at the end Uh, like there's there's a lot of the lyrics to Twelve Days of Christmas that just are French that got mangled. Mm. Three French hens, mm-hmm. um, uh, apparently in hookers. <laughs> They're called sex Chicks. workers now, yeah. Mom. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, little hens. <laughs> um, uh, where did this go? Hold on, I just lost my I just lost my shit. Mm. So like like the the partridge in a pear tree is just a a, a miss a mishearing of um yeah never wine in a carafe I just don't want to do this anymore okay then don't <laughs> you won't even you won't even say what the real thing was for partridge in a pear tree uh, yeah so so uh, it's it's a uh, pear pear tree 
which is a partridge. And um, so it's it's a, a partridge in a partridge, a partridge in a pear tree. Oh, a pear tree was, oh, got it, got it. Interesting. That, that, it, oh. all, that it all got like mixed up. Yeah, yeah. And um, there's like uh, the, the French hens, the word French meant foreign. And uh, sometimes it's messed up. Like we sing golden rings in the United States mostly, although it's gold like everywhere else that sings it. And um, it turns out that all of that is probably not actually about rings, but about a different kind of bird that had like a golden thing. It just, it's all, it's all, it's just all real dumb. And I don't want to talk about it. Maids and milking was really just breastfeeding at the nursery. And exactly, exactly. Uh, I did read a absolute horseshit like Christian understanding of the 12 days of Christmas in attempts oh. to like make it about Jesus and how like the 11 pipers piping is actually about the 12 apostles, but one of them doesn't count because it's Judas and he killed Jesus and that's why there's only 11 and like none of no. it wow. even a little bit of a background in like reality whatsoever. <laughs> like, I just I love I love I love reading all of this Christian like just self-deceptive bullshit. That, God, I I I avoid that stuff. I'm impressed that you can read through that or yeah. It it just makes it just makes me it just makes me so so happy. Anyway, yeah, it I 12 Days of Christmas is a fucked up song and I don't like it. And that's that. And that's, that's the that. way Mike sees it. Um <sighs> well, did we do it? We did something. We talked about Christmas. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mom, are you okay? Do you need something? My. <laughs> Hello. Oh. My ear doodahs are fuckered up. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Thanks, you fixed Kyle. Them. You did it. I'm not naked anymore. <laughs> it was it was fun and interesting. Oh, good. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Real time feedback. <laughs> That's right. Well, I'm going to send some shit in. Ooh. <laughs> um, well, whatever you're celebrating, however you're celebrating. Um, Merry Include Christmas. Booth. Yeah. Happy holidays. Merry Kwanzaa. Eat, eat a lot. Drink a lot, even more. Happy Kwanzaa. Lie to your kids. Uh, definitely lie to your kids. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make them little psychopaths. Yeah, because they are already are. Because all kids are already psychopaths. assholes. <laughs> Should we take a break? Yeah. Exchange gifts? Oh. I don't have gifts. I I got you the gift of Of friendship. Great. Yeah, let's take a break. All right, let's take a break. Oh, wait. While we're on break, we're going to do, instead of a Patreon segment this week, we're going to, uh, uh, mom is going to make the cheesy bread. And we're going to have a video of how that process works. So. Yeah, yeah. People that have listened to Mom's Planning know that there's a cheesy bread recipe that some have done for themselves. And um, yeah, everyone can go go to patreon.com. There will be a video there that you can watch for everyone of every level. Merry Christmas. Everyone gets a video of that. Yep. Do it. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. Great. So are we back? We're back. We're back. We're going to do our gayest and straightest. We're going to do our gayest and straightest, but first, hey. 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 All I want for Christmas. Yes. Is my two front teeth. Bucky. But since I already have those, please rate, review, subscribe, and recommend. Do one of the four R's for us this holiday season. Consider this like the PBS pledge drive or the NPR pledge drive. You just have to listen to this. Yeah, except less annoying. And do it once. And then, like, but it, like, actually helps. It, like, actually helps. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And recent ratings also plays a factor so thank you for anyone who has rated in the past also 
that means we just need other people. We we've gotten the people that are like, sure, I'll do it. Now we need the people that are like, eh. yeah. If you're on the fence, I'm going to push you off of it. Into the snow. Into the snow. Here. Into the snow. Uh, okay. Uh, wait. Let's do a local gay bar review real fast. Like, uh, just just to get that going. I I'm going to talk to you about Junction, which is a Junction? gay bar in Vancouver, British Columbia. What I is was, your function? I was up there for work, and the function was. I went with Hot Sheldon and another coworker, and we had post-work cocktails, and it was lovely. Oh. Uh, there's a large like outdoor seating area that looks like it's probably super badass in the summertime. Mm. Uh, the bartender was super nice. He knew Hot Sheldon, so like we got to talk to a little bit about like uh, he's also a local drag queen, so we got to like chat about like drag and what, what's going on there. Um, and because um, you're saying it like it's someone we should know Hot Sheldon is. Uh, the the receptionist at work at the... Someone you work with? Someone I work with. Okay, that's not uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. I, I already told him that I call him that on the show and he's like fine with it. Okay. He said thank you for the compliment. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sure. Uh, we did seat at a weird tiny table and uh, mm. which was confusing to me. But uh, yeah, I, I'll give it, I'll give it, I'll give it three and a half dildos. Okay. Yeah. All right, bigger tables, folks. Yeah, less outdoor seating, more indoor seating because mm. I'm an inside kid. Mm, yeah, oh, me too. Also, we were there at a weird time. I don't know that I could like totally correctly evaluate it because mm. like at 6 p.m. gay bars are significantly less gay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, and yeah, gays don't go out that early. Uh, speaking about going out early, our website is gayishpodcast.com. Uh, you can find all of the ways to contact us at gayishpodcast.com slash contact, but our biggest communities are on Discord, Facebook, groups, or spaces. Our hotline, you can send us text messages or leave us voicemails, especially if they are questions for mom for mom's planning. Yeah. It's 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rates apply. Our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. And our physical mailing address is post office box 19882, Seattle, Washington, 98109. And we're recording in advance because Kyle is going to go home for Christmas. Yeah. So uh, if you sent us something for Christmas, we're not going to get it for a while. But we will get to it, we promise. And... If you want to get us something for Christmas, rewind about 30 seconds because we already told you. Yeah. Gays and straightest. Gays and straightest. All right. I I'm happy to go first. Uh, the straightest thing about me this week, I've decided, is having having Fireball on hand mm -hmm. so we can have Christmas juice. Yep. 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 Like, I don't. I that is something I always feel like you will have. Am I out of Fireball now? I I might oh. have I might have an emergency alert Fireball supply somewhere. <laughs> COVID man. Well, I'll find out. I'll find out. Uh, and then the gayest thing about me this week, uh, I I think okay. So mom gave me this this set of pajamas, and she has a matching set of pajamas. But I had the thought. I think wearing matching jammies with your mom isn't not gay. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. This is mommy's little boy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, how about you, Kyle? Um, my straightest is uh, I was cooking these hot, like they were kind of like spicy hot sausages, and I had beer from uh, when I hosted D&D. Who are you? So I was like, this is something people do, and cooked the sausages in beer. Yeah. And what'd you think? It had no impact on the taste that I could <laughs> discern, so I don't know. Um, the, the, I'll keep going with food-related gayest is the low-calorie ice cream that I get for myself. Ooh, low-cal. Low-cal, yeah. Cal cal calorie conscious is gay. Indeed. What about you, Ma Johnson? Uh, let me see. My straightest is having 
uh, fireball shots with my homies. Great, yeah, yeah, <laughs> sir. Yeah, and absolutely. the gayest is I made a little Christmas tree out of the bottles. Oh my <laughs> a Christmas tree out of empty bottles of liquor Aww. does feel very gay for some reason. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm yeah, with you. Yeah. Uh, well, Merry Christmas, Merry XXX Ma. Yeah. To to all of us. Thanks for being here, Mom. Thanks of course. For- yeah, it was great. Thank you. Uh, thank you also to our super gap bridgers. Uh, Christopher M. John Carly, Stephen Portio, Social, Harry Shaw, Josh Copeland, Jonathan Montanus, Forrest Nail, Patrick Martin, James Barrow, Steve Douglas, Explosive Lasagna, Just Jamie, Kevin Henderson, Thomas B. Dusty Sands, A.E. Coleman, Chris Cachatorians, and Jerome York. That is it. Merry Christmas, you bitches. Yeah. Uh, this has been Gage from the Chris Cachatorian Studios. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. I'm next- Ma Johnson. Ooh. <laughs> Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be Ma. Ma. Be Yule. Ha, 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 ha.